Does it matter? Does it matter? Your Philadelphia Eagles, Colin, are in the Super Bowl, baby. What's going on, Sam Boners? And welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Sam Boner Show. It's January 31st, the last day of Wing Month, 2023. I'm your host, Sam Boner Mick, as always, alongside our good friend, Mr. Colin Thompson. What's up, Colin? Well, lots to talk about. First thing, it's not our Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, Eagles. Come on, dude. Will you get on board already? I am all all in on uh, everything that has to do with with Philadelphia. I'll be honest with you. But I was not born or raised an Eagles fan. I'm trying to be transparent. I wasn't. My dad's dad, they they couldn't get the Eagles game at the house. It was a whole thing. So they watched like the Purple People Eaters and like they, (laughs) you know, like so he like always talks about that. And then my mom's best friend from high school, she went to Penridge, Upper Bucks County. And he, her last name was Leahy, and this guy's last name was Lewis. And Tim Lewis went on to play for Pitt, and then he went on to play for uh, University of Pittsburgh, was an All-American, first-round draft pick at Green Bay Packers, and then put his head down on Monday Night Football, the only game she watched him play in pros in Green Bay. And then they said, hey, listen, if you do that again, you're going to have a spinal injury that's really severe, and your career will be over. So Tim retired that day, moved up to coaching ranks, coached for the Steelers for a decade, Giants for five years. So we were at those games as a kid, like watching Tim and meeting the players and like had a huge influence on my career professionally. You know, I was with Jerome Bettis and Cordell Stewart at a Dave and Buster's for like four hours after a game one day with my family and Tim. And like, I'll never forget that. And then after Giants games, they used to have a bubble next to the stadium and they'd have like all these games for kids to play. And it was like a place for the players to go after the games with their families and let the traffic leave. And that was all you can eat buffet. And it was like this huge indoor stadium. So I know I'm being long here, but that's kind of why I'm like a, disjointed fan i went to the giant super bowl because my mom wanted me to see what it's like because i always want to play in the nfl like you need to have this goal you need to see things that resemble those goals so it's a long way away to say that i'm a huge eagle supporter because first off it's where i'm from but i'm a diehard flyers philly sixers fan but i'm an eagle supporter because it was huge for family friends excitement the community we're going to get into that my mom's in retail in the area with 20 boutique stores from cape may to princeton to peathers village lahaska New Hope area. So, like, when the Eagles win, when the Phillies are winning, it's crazy in her stores. So, we're supporters. Um, and then, obviously, with me playing and bouncing around, um, it's been funky. But, obviously, a huge Birds fan from afar and from a supporter perspective, but not a, you know, not a diehard. I'm not wearing it on my sleeve. I'm just being honest, Mick. True fact. True fact about me, Colin. I grew up running around with a Dan Marino jersey on. There you go. I was yeah. a gigantic, gigantic Miami Dolphins fan. And uh, Dan Marino was my idol, Mark Clayton, Duper. I just loved the whole – everything about the Miami Dolphins growing up as a kid. But, yeah, man, thanks for the story. It's a shame, right? This, is, this has been a struggle, Sam Boners, right? You know, I'm hanging out with this guy, Colin. He's not a huge Eagles fan. Here we are in the Super Bowl, and he's talking about uh, – uh, what's the guy? Jason Witten from the Dallas Cowboys on one of his shows. It's a, it's a challenging, challenging conversation, but we're making the best of it. I've had family say if I play for Dallas, <laughs> like you're What's done. That? Dallas, when you come out for the when you're coming out for the draft, and I knew I'd probably be undrafted, but that we started feeling these phone calls before. My agent's like, I don't know, you could go late round pick. So I'm like, okay, like we'll see how it goes. But Dallas called. They were one of like the 25 teams. They all call and they just call and just get your number. It's nothing crazy. It's like the lowest man on the staff, right? They're calling you, hey, can I get your game day, your your draft day number? I'm like, oh, 
you know, these teams are calling. Like you think it's going to be, it's not that big of a deal. So Dallas called. I gave my number, my home address. That's it. Like everybody When you say number eighty-two. Uh, no, like not number, like your phone number, your draft. Oh, number. your phone number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But written, yeah, I was on my show and we were doing some, you know, material for the, you know, Super Bowl run here. And Jack's like, who's your favorite tight end of all time? It's Jason Witten. I mean, even Eagles fans watch those games and we're like, yo, I hate this guy because he's a cowboy. But man, I'd love to have him on my team. Like, who? how do you hate that dude? He was a stud. So like when he's helmet came off against the Eagles. That I mean, I'll never forget, like, I'll never forget that. So. Long story short, I'm a Selleck fan, die hard. Like, he was a stud. He was an underrated tight end in the league for a really long time. Brad Selleck? Dog, just a beast. He, he, like, went from a guy who didn't want to block, came became a little bit of a blocker. To get There's only one of- Dallas in the Super Bowl, and that's Dallas nah. Goddard. Philly Goddard, baby. Yeah, so what a great game. I mean, there's so much to digest, and everything that I digest is the original Fudge Kitchen, man. That's the best. The best of the best. The best fudge, sweet, creamy. And it ships across the country, or those listening in the Northeast, you just bang down the Jersey Shore. They're open year-round, folks. Not like you shoebies to just go down there Memorial Day to Labor Day. They're down there year-round, killing it, slinging it, making it fresh right on site, literally right on site. You see the guys in the window, the original Fudge Kitchen, fudgekitchens.com, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country, even to you in Arizona. Uh, Mick, you know some people going out to the game, don't you? Big crowd. Uh, well, no, I just caught wind of uh, a big trip that's being hosted by the Philly sports trip guys and uh, was very interesting to hear what that package entailed. Uh, just heard from some other guys internally about some other you know ways to get out there. It's a uh, dude. It sounds like a ton of fun, but I don't know, man. Some of these ticket prices that I'm hearing six thousand, ten thousand all in. Yeah. Hotel flight ticket. And then there's the big golf tournament going on out there. I don't know. $10,000 is tough to justify, but I, I will say I did not go in 2017. So I am chomping at the bit to get there in, you know, 2023 here. But uh, unfortunately, that doesn't look very promising. <laughs> it's, it's a lot with the waste management open, too. That's one of the biggest golf tournaments of the year, especially oh, when it awesome. comes to, to partying in a good time. It may be the premier golf tournament of the year. Everybody okay, so, talked oh, about dude, that, And it's like one of the best to watch on television, too, especially when those guys get up to the 17th hole and people are just slugging beers and who their, their Sunday ratings are getting crushed. Man. I don't know. If, actually, I think the tournament. N- uh, I'm not sure if they're running that into Sunday. I don't know if they're going to conflict with Super Bowl Sunday. Let's see. So Super it might Bowl. be like a Wednesday to Saturday t- uh, type of schedule. Okay. Well, I'm not I, sure. I would be very smart. I wouldn't touch it. Um, yeah. Lots to unpack. But I'll say this. I mean, before we get into the Eagles, um, I think we got to talk about kind of selfishly my big five hours in Philly and <laughs> on Friday and what, what, what went down cheesesteak-wise. What are your thoughts, Mick? I mean – no, dude. I mean, look, it's uh, it's funny. I think there was a couple comments on Facebook. If you're following us on Facebook, like if, for anybody, and we'll get into John. I loved how you 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 did John's first, and then you went to Angelo's second. But if there's anybody out there that doesn't think Angelo's Pizzeria is the best cheesesteak or best sandwich on this planet. I want to talk to you. I want to have that conversation. I want to learn a little bit more about what's going through your head because, you know, 99, if I pulled 90, if I pulled a hundred people, 99 out of a hundred people are going to say that is the elite best cheesesteak in the, like again, in Philadelphia, but like there's nobody outside of Philadelphia that can even come close to that. So it is the best best sandwich in the world. Yeah. It's not even the the best cheesesteak. 
it's my opinion, the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. Yeah, no, it's, it's unbelievable, dude. There's that, that, that bread, nobody can touch that bread. Right. I mean, look, you can get all the fine meats, the ribeyes, the Cooper sharp cheeses and the, the onions and whatnot, but it's that bread that brings it all together. Now that said, you, your leg one was John's roast pork. I've been to John's roast pork probably a half a dozen, dozen times. Uh, shout out to Drew and Mike. They call it the, the pork shack, which is a very unique nickname. Every time I go to John's roast pork, that cheesesteak that I get is identical. It's the same cheesesteak every single time. So the consistency factor, they leverage a company called Karangi Bakery, which is a phenomenal bakery right there in South Philadelphia. I think their roles are some of the best in the business in terms of Lysios and Amoroso and so forth. Um, so, you know, you, you, you went to the gold one, two standard right there. You knocked, you knocked it out of the park, dude. And the fact that you were able to uh, kind of set the palate at John's and say, there's no fucking way something's better than this. And then go to Angelo's and was proven wrong because again, it is, uh, you nailed it, dude. One, two, bang. Now the question is who's three. <laughs> well, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to back it up and go here. So I went to temple to the, speak to the football team, which was extremely humbling. They asked me to do that. It was a really cool experience. And then I was up for, took the train from, you know, Baltimore area, went up, came back all in one day. And I was out with some like Temple Booster people and some of my friends that, that are, you know, kind of in charge of that stuff. And like, hey, let's go get a cheesesteak. Let's go get a bite. You want to do your Sam Boner video? Because people see this now, right? They have to, yeah, they don't know. they're like, hey, you want to go do Sam Bone something? I'm like, absolutely. And I had the idea in the back of my head, but I wasn't going to force it upon these guys that they wouldn't have a meeting or anything. But they're like, dude, let's go get a cheesesteak. I'm like, perfect. They're like, what do you think about John's Real Pork? I'm like, it's always oh. top three on people's lists, if not number two, number one to some. I'm like, great, we're going to go here. Shout out to the guy, too, on the cheesesteak gurus you posted on that page, the video, saying that I'm screwed up taste buds. Some people aren't meant to taste food. Some people, you know. <laughs> That's what some, I'm talking about. Some, like, I was like, wait, what, dude? Are you kidding me? Do you, do you see me? Like, I literally, you see these love handles, bud? I earned them. <laughs> like, I earned them. And I've eaten my way through this whole country from plain. And then also my wife's from Houston and Cajun. Like, so I don't want to hear it. Second off, uh, I'm like, great, let's go to John's Road Pork. So we pull up to John's Road Pork. It's the pork shack. It's small. It's cool. I've never been, really never been to both. I know about it, right? But never been. So I pull up, awesome place. They're, they're great. Hospitable, love the environment. Perfect day. Bam. Go outside, slam that down. Ridiculously good. The bread, everything. Tremendous. I was blown away. It was number one on my list again, because I'm working my way to figure out my list here. Everybody yeah, says man. this is the best I ever had. You call and me a shooby. I'm calling you a rookie. That's fine. Call me what you want, but I'm definitely no cheesesteak rookie again. Let me refer back to my love handle. Nah, nah, so, you're, you're yeah. a sand boner. Yeah. So my point is I, I get there and it's ridiculously great. It's number one. And everyone will find their number one as they go through until you go to Angelo's and reset your palate. Shout out to Albert in South Philly. He said that it resets his palate every time because that I'm thinking that's a nine. I said nine, seven at the time, John's roast pork. It's a 10. I went to Angelo's. That is the new standard, in my opinion, for cheesesteaks for everyone across the world. Both, are, but, but, but let's not, you know, spade to spade. Both are on bus one, right? Yeah, well, I can't do anything new here. The chamber owners like this all-inclusive group where I can't do this. <laughs> Everybody get on the bus. Everybody do this, do that. Bus one, franchise quarterback. That's a franchise quarterback, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go back to my ways. You chamber just... owned two franchise quarterbacks, my friend. No, I didn't. I did not because one was – Tom Brady, and then one was 
come on. If they're both in the nines, give me a break. No, I'm not doing the whole both in the nines thing anymore because to me, the nines are like, well, it was really good. No, no. Angelo's in South Philly is a 10. Hear me out. And honestly, I recalibrate. John's Ruth Pork is a 9-6. Yeah, so therefore, they're both in the top 10. I hear you. But my point is, I'm, they're both on bus one, dude. No, we're all over the bus one thing. Angelo's is one. <laughs> Angelo's is bus one. And there's Angelo's, excuse me, 10. And then there's literally four spots open. And then you start there. So I'm not doing the whole like nine, 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 eight, def- nine. And that's, I'll, I'll give you that. I think there's definitely room for opportunity because there's, there's the gap like, like Lilo's and Cafe Carmela. Um, what was the one I told you I really liked? It just was that day made of great bread. It was unbelievable. And I really never heard of it before. What was the place? Guido's. Guido's, man. Guido's in Ben Salem. Dude, there's another guy up in Pottstown right now called Gazzo's. It's a truck. People that go there say it might be the best cheesesteak I've ever had in my life. I believe that. I do. I don't roll my eyes at any of that stuff. You do. If you never heard of it, Mick wants nothing to do with it. But my point is, you got to go to Angelo's, guys. It sets the palate, and that's number one. And then everything else falls in behind it. So it was an unbelievable experience. There's nothing like going to South Philly, too. The air, the people, the community. It's hustling. It's bustling. There's a line outside of Angelo's. Angelo's got like 30 people working in there in that little kitchen. They're working. They're grating the cheese fresh on the pizzas. They're putting the basil on everything. Like, I was just so impressed. Yeah. They're so nice. They're so hospitable. John's Road Pork was the same thing. Like, people take it for granted up here. People say the Northeast, people are grumpy and all that. No. That was really cool uh, to be able to go up on the train. I had this steaming hot pizza. I got to go from Angelo. You got the pizza? I've actually never had the pizza, believe it or not. I've been eating it the last four days. Like, I'm a mess. I'm supposed to, like, get healthy before we go on a trip. (laughs) I literally am walking through. 30th Street Station and putting it on the train. I have it sitting next to me so no one can sit next to me. I have the box. <laughs> People are walking by me like, dude, where'd you get that pizza from? Is it that good? You're bringing it on the train? I'm like, I'm a oh, Samboner. That's a brand I'm a right boner, there. Man. I'm a Samboner. So, no, dude, I, I, love, I, love, I love that. And if we could just like make one little quick segue out of that, like, you know, Samboning is a ton of fun, right? You got to try it. You got to give everybody the experience. We love seeing Samboner debuts. We love seeing new personalities and, and, and what type of character you're bringing to the table. But like, look, we're off to a flipping hot start here in January or 2023. And we kicked us Samboners, Samboning sandwiches, kicked off the year doing wing month. Colin, it's amazing like what this product has, can, can do to people, like the amount of people that have come out of the woodwork to Sam bone wings versus sandwiches is, is, is astonishing. And, you know, like some of these, like every weekend this month is like a complete Sam boner fest. People are just popping in videos and sending me Sam bones. Somebody was down at the link on Sunday tailgating and they were like their tailgate. The focus was all about wings, Sam bone and wings. Take a look, take a bite. I'm just like, I'm just smiling ear to ear. Like, this is fucking awesome, man. So big thanks to Sam Boner Nation. You know, pedal to the metal, like I always say. It's a ton of fun. It ain't easy, but you know it. It's necessary. And it's just, uh, it's awesome to see. Wing Month has been a ton of fun. And look, Colin's going to bust my balls here. There is no rules. And the fact that it is ending today doesn't mean we can't stop Sam Boning Wings. I mean, look, we got two more weeks of football. Continue to get your wing game on. We are going to turn the page from a calendar standpoint. But <laughs> just like I'm just floored. Like I think the one day I call like 11, I'm like, holy shit, man, people are people love wings. I mean, you got to love wings. 
but it's just you have to man no i'm not gonna rip you for it i love it man i think it we'll rate the months at the end of the year because that's what we do for fun it's a good idea it, it will definitely be up there for me because you can get a wing anywhere you go that's really really good across the country you can't get a cheesesteak or a hoagie or a bagel or whatever every, everywhere you go or pizza but you can go anywhere and crush some wings and and you know it could be a barbecue place in vermont it could be an italian joint in georgia yeah like i said like fried ons he struggles when it's like cheesesteak month or cutlet month because he's in south carolina but he just had the uh, the home team barbecue guys open up another location just outside of his development and finally you see fried ons doing some samboning with the with the fam and uh dude like any barbecue joint like can sling some of the, the greatest wings. He, when I was down there, he took us to this swine, swine barbecue. I want to say they had like a peanut butter and jelly wing, Colin. I'm like this is outrageous, man. What you can do with wings versus sandwiches. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's the bread, it's the ways you're smoking, frying, grilling, baking, like, Oh, I like, like, like I've said before, like, Oh, we have the Traeger. I have people over. I think we have those frozen wings. Boom. Put yeah. the salt, pepper, garlic on them, throw yeah. them in the smoker for an hour, and then open it up, and you're like, yeah. oh, here we go. So, okay, yeah, like, food is life, right? But the, what Sam Bonin is all about is the camaraderie, right? So when I see people in the parking lot tailgating and just, you know, bringing friends together to take a look, take a bite, that's what it's all about, you know? And, and, and uh, you know, what, what <laughs> I'm a little nervous about next month. I don't know, you know, we probably shouldn't announce it on this show. Well, we could do it. Let's get to it because – right. It's breakfast month next month, Mick. Absolutely. And I want to hear your thoughts on it because it's such it's my favorite meal of the day. I'll be honest. I all my all the meals are my favorite meals of the day, but I love getting up for breakfast, cup of coffee, pancakes, eggs, the whole night, sitting down at the Yeah, but how do we like how do we continue to shake it up? Actually, this would only be the second time we did a breakfast month. And I told you before we did a contest in in the first season of breakfast month, like it took me like seven, eight days to get into the month and realize like, all right, let's be honest, right? The best breakfast sandwich is coming right from your fucking house. It's the one that you're making that homemade sandwich. Although there is some really awesome places out there, but like maybe we start Sam bone and some diners, right? Like some classic, classic old school diners that have like the fair, like, like the fair lane diner, the, it's a diner over here in Glenside. I forget the name. Every town though Village has diner. their breakfast spot. Right, yes. like or a couple of them all over. But Remember like a breakfast sandwich is a breakfast sandwich. It's tough to like really perfect a breakfast sandwich. And I, I'm not going to get into this whole pork roll egg and cheese debate because I see like there's a there's a, there's perfectionists out there that want to you know show us some of the best pork roll egg and cheeses. But in my opinion, do they like all look the same? <laughs> well, to me, I think it's all about again the bread. So, and to me, I don't. For those listening, and the way I interpret breakfast month. It's not breakfast sandwiches. It's anything you want it to be in the breakfast platter, burritos, tacos, bacon, eggs, like whatever you're feeling. Like if you got this peppered bacon and you're like, yo, I want to Sam bone this freaking Sam bone it. There's no rules. Like for me, like I don't I'll, like I'm going away for two weeks here and going like a kind of a mini vacation, a little work vacation. And I'm going to be going to breakfast a lot and I'm going to be Sam bone in the omelet with 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 everything. So it doesn't just have to be a sandwich, too. Now, the sandwich, yeah. we are the Sam boners, of course. So, yeah. I think it's also a great opportunity to kind of cut back, right? So we're going back to back months where we don't really necessarily need the long roll. Although, you know, you achieved your cheesesteak quota. So I commend you on that. But 
you know, like waking up, grabbing a cup of coffee, maybe do a late breakfast, like a 10, 30, 11 breakfast, and then dinner at 6, 6.30 and call it a day, two meals a day. Maybe I'll cut back five or six pounds. Who knows? Yeah, well, I go two meals a day. My, that's the big debate, too, is like, folks, with this breakfast month, please rip it up with the pancakes, the French toast, and the waffle. Like, we need to see. We need to find where those places are. That 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 is big-time work because I'm someone who, on my off day – which is one day, you know, we have a half day off day kind of in the league. And you're like, okay, what am I doing? I need to get away a little bit. I need to find the best waffle bait. I need to find the best, you know, French toast or pancakes or whatever. So get out there and send them in. We got to find them, whether it's the diner at the Jersey shore, you're right behind it's a griddle at your house on the Blackstone or Hey, you're on vacation. And there's that infamous place. Uh, what's the place in Clearwater, Mick breakfast place right next to Lenny's Lenny's Lenny's. Yeah, really good. Shout out Lenny's, dude. One of the greatest diners of all time. If you ever, if you ever been to Clearwater and go watch a Phillies game, it's literally right across the street from what's it called now, like Bright House Field or whatever. It changes names all the time, but like the experience and people, are, people are in Lenny's waiting for their table, scouting tickets. Who needs tickets? Who needs tickets? And it's just like a just a big group of crazy Phillies fans wanting to get after it, hanging out. The experience at Lenny's is like no other, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for breakfast. Like I said, it's my favorite meal of the day because it's the first meal of the day. The next meal is my favorite meal. So, um, yeah, lots to look forward to with breakfast month. Meg, I think we need to kick it over to about this game this weekend uh, that just passed. Obviously, for those that, you know, weren't watching, you know, the Eagles had made a huge run. I'm not going to bring that up because everybody listens and watches. I'll digress. First, uh, your Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid moved on. Last-minute heroics. Yeah. He had a really good Bengals team. Big kick by Buckner, the penalty, the whole nine. But to me, there was way before that, too. Everybody looks at the penalty, but the kickoff team let the kickoff go all the way out to the 45. That shouldn't happen. Yep. Um, that penalty should take him somewhere around the 50. Big turnover prior to that. Yeah. Burrows. There's always, there's always, um, like Burrows and Hurts didn't even play that well. Like they were like the two guys that I wanted to like really hone in on for the weekend. And I, I don't think either of them played that well. Um, you know, the Eagles game got off to a wicked slow start. But let's transition, though, and that's where I'm at, though. That yeah. was what happened in that game. Kansas City's yeah. moving on. Great oh, stuff yeah. with it. Andy Reid, really good teams in the AFC. You know, the AFC before the year looked like the best best side, and it, it was probably the majority of the year. But back to the NFC now, the two best teams faced off, and it was a heck of a game. Mickey, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, it was um, – again, like I said, it got off to a, a, a pretty slow start. But it, it didn't take long. Like it was almost like the Eagles Giants game, right? It didn't take long for like some sort of just switch to go off. And I think that that tone setter was was Reddick, right? Coming off the end and making that sack. And it you know, originally was an incomplete pass, but it turned out to be a fumble. Like as soon as that happened, like I just realized, like, dude, this team is faster, stronger better and they're going to blow the doors off them. you can almost just see it happen and again here we are in the third quarter like i'm looking at my buddy matt like dude this is done we won this game already like this team is just it, it, they're better than what i th i think and i know they're great but like every week in week out they just continue to amaze me um and they just you know the, the veteran leadership again like that hit that sue laid on the backup quarterback was like i started to feel bad for the niners honestly i started to feel bad because they were just getting crushed. I and think that's a common thought, Mickey, around because you want everybody wanted a better game. And I did. think and I think if you feel bad because it's like, hey man, like that that you respect that organization. 
I think course. people respect what they got and, and respect their coaches, John Lynch, people respect him as a player. They respect, and people are fans of a lot of those players. C-Mac Kittle, Deba Samuel, Trent Williams, like Bosa, like everybody understands that. I think it's mutual between the two places. It's not really a rivalry yeah. per se. So to see that not live up to whatever it was supposed to be is what it is, but that's football. That's why you play the game. And the Eagles yeah, but- forced those things to happen. Like that wasn't like, oh, uh, non-contact somebody pops god forbid an acl or you know they pull a quad it's like no like the eagles hassan and like sue and the, the coverage and all the different things that make football the great defense is just ridiculously good man and offense is pretty freaking darn good. It's good too i mean hearts had a down game and it was just a little slot the play calling for me was a little sloppy from the very beginning but again reddick set the tone that's the best defense in the nfl there probably. it is dude they're playing one of the best defenses in the league now. Eagles I'm like, I'm not, good. you know, I hate, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Like I think that like the, the, the lot, the spread came out and the, the public consensus jumped all over the Eagles. Uh, you know, like KC seems a little bit more battered and bruised than, than the Eagles do. Now, granted, we have two weeks to heal up and I'm sure Mahomes will be somewhat, you know, 85, 90% by the time the game goes on. But like, I, I, I just don't see how they can manufacture any type of drive or, produce that many points to beat that team. I mean, Jason Kelsey, not Jason Kelsey, his brother is, is just unbelievable. And right. like, I think he's your ex Travis. He's your X factor, right? We can shut him down. We can shut Mahomes down. I think you might see another 31, seven game. Like I, I, it might be a boring Super Bowl. We're that good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mick. Hell, I get him. He's going to be texting. Me, what do you think? How do you think it's going to go? Uh, it's up and down. Who knows? It's a long two yeah. weeks here. It's really long two weeks of TV no, entertainment without football. It's good stuff, though, man. It's going to be awesome, man. It's the best time of the year. Videos? Do you get any funny videos? I know you got guys and gals grilling out, but any funny videos that you enjoyed from uh, everyone just taunting? Um, Uh, nothing. Nothing comes out at me, and that's 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 a that's a good point, though. Like, I love seeing the funny, like creative videos. Like, you don't have to take it so serious, right? Like, do something, do something creative, do something fun. But you know, I like I love just the the camaraderie of it all. Like this guy. Uh, John loves food out of Scranton, PA. He, he sent me he sent me two reviews of the same place, one with a North Carolina hat on, and then he's like, oh, shit, I forgot to put my bird's hat on. So he sent me another review with his bird's hat on. And then, you know, fast forward a couple weeks later, he's the same guy in the Eagles parking lot stewing up some wings and getting all his buddies into it, high-fiving, bump-bumping, doing Eagles chants. And that's just like, that's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. It really is what it's all about. Having fun, letting it rip, and then making your own version of it. Like, I had some people ask me, like, what do you do with these videos? Like, how do I do it? I'm like, put the camera down, grip it, and rip it. Shout out to Johnny Mags. Came on the show, said he was going to do it. Um, and Christ, he did it, man. He's sitting there having a couple beers. He's he's down there, I think, in the Texas area, scouting a couple players. Sambo and some meatballs, dude. He's just, <laughs> I love the guy. I mean, I've loved him in college. He is just an absolute character. And he's, like I said, Right when I talked to you, I said, this is a guy that Philly would love to have in call tone. But it's not. He's a Bostonian, and that's okay. He uh, He's just rips the it up. Boner, and- the Sam Boner bug is a real thing, man. Once you once you give it a shot, you you, you want to do it again and again and again. And, you know, you might fall off here and there, but you'll be back. You'll be back. No one likes a quitter. Uh, right. So last week we had Sean Latham on the show, guys. $20 chef. Absolutely just hysterical. Me and Mick just chopping up, having a good time. Johnny Magliozzi was the week before. A buddy of mine from University of Florida. He, he pitched for the Mets organization. Played with Tim Tebow. He's got great stories. A Bostonian New York Mets scout. Um, 
you know, we've had grill guy on, we, you know, had a big Christmas show. Kyle Pagan from crossing broad came on. We were live from McGurk's that those haven't seen that Tony Luke jr. Uh, one of our biggest episodes, Tony Luke was awesome. He's Sam Bonin too, down in Atlanta, having a great time. And then one of our biggest episodes, if not the biggest is our cheesesteaks in Philly in the suburbs, just kind of an informative piece of just like, Hey, where do you like to go? What do you like to do? South Philly, Bucks County, you know, around Temple, the Jersey Shore. Like we just touched on all the different places and then places from near and far. So expect more of those coming up guys with like breakfast and with all the different things we're doing. Like maybe once a month, we're going to do one of those shows and highlight different parts of the areas that we Sam bone, whether it's sea Isle in Jersey or Clearwater down in Tampa. So that's kind of our episodes. We appreciate everybody that have been down into them. Mick, it's been fun so far. I know you've been having a blast. It's been great, man. Yeah. 30 minute episodes, chopping up, having a good time. And then, Again, guys, continue to send in the videos. Mick's going to put them up. You know that. We're we're laboring the episodes now, so it's easy for you guys to go back. And I mean, the the videos on the Sam Boner. Wing Month has been Wing Month is challenging though because it's 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 awesome though because it gets you in and out of different bars throughout like different pockets, yeah. Bucks, Monco, the city, Port Richmond, uh, and it it gives you that like another perspective. Like you know, I'd rather spend an hour sitting at this bar than going into a steak shop and just you know, popping a sandbone outside, you know, there's nothing like just having a cold beer and eating a dozen wings and just, you know, shooting the shit with the bartender or catching up on some sports center. But, you know, you got to, you know, you got to continue to move on. And, and that's the, the beauty of sandboners is that we have come up with 12 separate months, but God, what's, what the, you bar, say? what's the bar of the week for you this week, buddy? Yeah. New segment for the sandboner show, stealing it a little off of uh, this Colin Thompson guy. My well, bar of the week. Not a steal. It's more just a collaboration. We're all doing it. It's great, man. I love it. The the bar. So, you know, this would be an awesome segment for my brother Joe Samboner Joe, who spends I want to say fifty percent of his week. No, I'm just kidding. The guy just <laughs> loves. He's a, he's the biggest fan of going out to lunch and trying different bars and just getting a beer and getting a sandwich and just. You know, his hometown bar at the Berwyn Tavern or at, or at Casey's Place. But my bar of the week, and I'm, I want to bring this up because I think people kind of misunderstood where I was going with this review. And uh, I got a lot of rap for it, if that's even a freaking word. But so Burns's Tavern in Port Richmond is my bar of the week. Uh, awesome little corner spot, Irish pub. It, it probably... The way it looks now probably looked the same in 1970, 1980. Nothing has changed. I mean, you got 85-year-olds in there, Sam Bone and Wings, and you got guys like myself sitting, posting up at the bar, Sam Bone and Wings, yucking it with this dude. The bartender was a sweetheart. But just like the nostalgia of that old, just, I don't know, beaten uh, hole in the wall, really. Just a hole in the wall, on, off the corner, right off of 95. And you like, you could just melt in there, Colin. So, like... Ice cold beer. What do you want to rank them? Look up the so, beer, one through five. I go beer. If it's in ice, I give it a five out of five. We go every, we go four categories, five out of five. So first, how's the beer? I give the beer four out of five. Okay. It was ice cold. And then how's the and service? The service was phenomenal. I give the service a five. Okay. It was great. Dude, I ordered the wings and they came out in like a minute. How's the food and the overall ambiance? So the overall ambiance is amazing. It's exactly where you could just, you know, park your, your fat ass for a couple couple hours, hang out, have a few, catch up with some friends. And here's where I got and got torn, right? So back in season one of Wing Month, 
everybody started like coming at me. Where's Burns? Where's Burns? Like I say, not the top 10 list. Where's Burns? Where's Burns? I'm like, oh, dude, Burns was awesome. But I just, I don't know. I just think they were kind of more like middle of the road, like eight, four, eight, five. Like I didn't think that they were like, knock your socks off. Now, granted, you go on all these websites and you look for like top wings in Philadelphia. Burns does come up. Burns does come up. And look, it can be subjective, but same time, like, I just, I, I took the ammo of like, look, I'm here again. This place is awesome. The wings are delicious, but they're, they're not top 10. Like, is that too hard to understand? And I think they just kind of got that out of uh, context, but at the same time, they're really good. They are unique. They could be a little bit crispier in my opinion, but uh, overall, dude, just an unbelievable bar that like, I, I would just love to continue to go once a month and hang out. TVs for uh, what are they? I don't even really remember. I was just having like a really nice conversation. With the bar. If I don't remember that, it's a great point. I usually just throw them a four out of five because you know what? The bar's that great anyways. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as you're you're in good company and you're having some good conversations, that's all that matters. Good stuff. Mickey's first bar of the week, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I got like a couple more I want to talk about, but. One hey, we'll week. Save yeah, save it. And listen, save folks, what we're doing and what I really was doing, the OG bar of the week guy. It's just Sambone and Bars is all it is. So if you want to Sambone a bar, you can Sambone it. You can Sambone the wings and then turn around or the cheesesteak and say, I'm going to Sambone this bar too. So it's good stuff. Anything else, Mickey? We move it down the line. We'll see everybody next week for the big Super Bowl episode. That's right. That's right. Enjoy the next two weeks. That's tough, man. We got to, you know, it's tough to sit around for two weeks and wait for the big game. It's kind of good though. You get healthy for a couple of days. Yeah. Maybe give it hell next week in a little bit, get healthy a little bit, and then boom, you got to start on Thursday next week, right? And then enjoy it through Sunday. And then, yeah, dude, I went skiing over the weekend, man. I am, I'm battered. I'm bruised. You hurt a little I'm bit. Cut out for that. How's the liquor? How's, how's the liver feeling there, Mickey? <laughs> Liver's hurting a little bit. We got backups though. Oh, <laughs> uh, on that note, are we out of here, Mick, or what? Yeah, man. Let's call it a day. It's a Freaking shitty day here in Philadelphia. But it's a beautiful day in Sam Bonerville. It's always a beautiful day in the Sam Bonerhood. Sam Boner out. Sam Boner out, everybody. Never gonna lose my sense of focus. Always gonna ride the tidal wave. Never gonna lead the wrong direction. Always gonna deal.